Hey, welcome to the Timmy Riggs Podcast, Life in the Meantime. Uh, hey, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you to everybody who's been encouraging me, sending me messages. Um, it means a lot. It, it wants me to keep going. You know, I, I say that. And uh, anyway, I just appreciate it. So thank you. And don't withhold an encouragement. That is scripture. There's a proverb out there that says something like that. And uh, so I appreciate it. And it means a lot. I want to talk today about something that I think is, is prevalent with people my age, but I think anybody can feel this and um, maybe kind of get stuck in it and not know what to do and how to get out of it. And that's kind of that idea of feeling like you just want to fast forward the season that you're in, the moments that you're in in this life, and get to the next, right? So maybe it's you want to fast forward through the internship to get to the actual career. You want college to finish so you can move back to your home state and get a job and get going. You want to just all of a sudden get married, right? You don't want to have to go through the engagement. All these different things, maybe, I don't know. Uh, Or maybe you're in a job. You don't really love it, and so you're just kind of holding on until you can find a better situation. And I think we get kind of stuck in always thinking, man, I can't wait till, right? Like, I wish I could fast forward time a little bit. And it's hard because then we just, we don't really want to be patient and um, we're hoping that we can just get out of the season that we're in. And in fact, there's even, we're kind of going through this a little bit. My wife and I, we're excited. We have been married almost five years. In our entire time being married, we have lived in an apartment. And this summer, we're moving into a house that we're building. And so we're super excited for it. And one of the things I'm trying not to say is I can't wait till, right? Like, I can't wait to move out. I can't wait to move into the house. There's a piece of me that it's true. Like, I'm really excited to move into our home. It's exciting to watch it get built. But... I also want to make sure that I'm I'm living now, right? So I can't wait till kind of pulls you out of living in the meantime. And so I'm trying to be able to think about, man, I want to enjoy these moments now. Like these stories of one day when we're telling our kids, like, yeah, your, wife, your mom and I, we lived in a small apartment for four and a half years, and that's where we really got to know each other well or whatever, you know? Um, because at the end of the day, I'm so thankful to live in a place where I have a roof, where I have shelter. I took a hot shower this morning, you know? So ultimately, I don't want to miss out on those things. Like, in, And when I'm only thinking of what's next, I can miss out on it. And I think in all areas of life, we can do this. And it makes me think about in The Office, if you ever watch The Office. There's a line by the, the character named Andy at the end of the series. I think it's like one of the last episodes where he says, I wish that you knew you were in the good old days when you're in the good old days. And uh, that's a line that even these last few years, I've really been thinking, man, like, as I think back on my life and how thankful I am for all the moments and seasons, like, I want to make sure that in all of them, I'm thinking, hey, these are the good old days. These are the days that I'm going to be talking about. And I think that the reason it's scary is because when we only talk about, man, I can't wait till. I can't wait till I quit this job and find the next one. I can't wait till I'm in my next relationship. I can't wait till, etc. Um, we begin to miss out 
on living each day purposefully because I think that they are connected. So if you want a purposeful life, if you want to find purpose, you have to live in the now. You can't be waiting till the next, right? Like till the next thing happens. And I think that that is one of the common themes right now, especially as I work with college students. It is this, hey, I want to live a life of purpose. I think part of it is we have so many options out there. It's hard to figure out which ones are the ones for us, right? And so we can kind of get distracted or we have so many different things we can be doing that we don't really feel like we're moving towards one common goal. And then we feel like, man, am, am I living a life of purpose? Well, I think you cannot every day be thinking, man, I can't wait till, and then also be trying to live in purpose. They, they don't go together. And so if we feel like we're in a season of purpose and we feel like, hey, this is what I'm doing, we're probably not thinking I can't wait till. Like, it's like, no, I really want to soak up this moment, right? And so what if we constantly lived in a state of purpose? Like, it, does there have to be a season where you're, on one hand, you're like, man, I can't wait till this happens. And then on the other hand, you know, a couple months later, you're like, well, now I'm in my purpose. I think one of the things you can think about, and I have not experienced this, not even my wife hasn't experienced it, but even pregnancy, you know, like we know that there is this connection that the mother has with the child while she's pregnant. And so, yes, you're so excited for the baby to get there and to be birthed, but you're also, you know, there's, there's this supernatural connection that's happening between the mother and the child and so it's this moment of like hey I'm, I'm gonna soak up this moment I'm really excited for the baby to be born but right now I'm, I'm living in purpose right now and so the purpose may change a little bit after the baby's born but I want to focus on right now and so we think can every day can I wake up and live with a life of purpose, even if I don't like my job, even if I don't like some of my habits, even if I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get into a new relationship or leave some of the other ones that I'm in, can I live a life of purpose? I believe yes. I really think so. Simon Sinek, it's a new book that he just came out with, uh, I think this past year, and it's called The Infinite Game. And I started reading it, and I love it. I'd highly recommend it. I'm not done yet. But his whole thing is you have infinite game and finite game. In a finite game, it's a football game. It's a basketball game, right? It's it's There's a clock, and there's a scoreboard, and eventually uh, the game will end. There are rules within this time frame that people follow to be able to play the game correctly. Everyone kind of understands it. There's a winner, and there's a loser. So it's a finite game. The issue is, he says, we take infinite games like life and business and relationships and we turn them into finite games where we're constantly maybe trying to win. So you know how uh, you make the joke of like, you know, the point of marriage is winning. Like, I want to win the argument. I want to win the conversation. And it's like, well, obviously, no, that's not the point. And so he's saying you can't... Uh, when it comes to marriage or when it comes to your businesses and how you lead your employees or even how nations are run, it's not a, uh, well, I'm going to win and you're going to lose type of game. It is a constant flow, right? It's, it's infinite and never, the game never ends. And obviously our lives, we know that we're all going to die at some point, but basically his point is within your time, the time that you have now, don't be just constantly trying to win, but ultimately, you know, begin to build a legacy. And I think this is interesting as I was reading it, because, you know, in my world as a pastor in the Christian world, I don't 
really hear the word legacy thrown around a lot. Like, I don't think that's talked about. Um, you know, this idea of, of building a legacy, something that when you move on, there is, is it, your life continues ultimately, right? Um, we don't really talk about it. And in fact, there there's a pretty... F- popular Christian song out there right now that literally says, I don't want to build a legacy. Now, of course, the whole song is, is talking about pointing to Jesus, and, and it's not so much my life that's important as Jesus's life. But, you know, there is a part of me that disagrees a little bit with the idea of, I don't want to build a legacy. I, I actually think that Christians of most people, out of everybody, should be the ones who are building Legacies. I think that that is kind of the the call of following Jesus, of laying our life down. It's it's not so much a a legacy of ambition and achievement, and let's see how much I can pull in to prove how good I am. It's actually a legacy of impact. How how much can I impact those around me? How effective can I be in sharing the gospel, the grace, and the love of God? How can I make sure? that I'm playing the infinite game. Because on one hand, our legacy is, you know, hey, how did I live my life as a follower of Jesus? Because we believe that when I follow Jesus, I end up living with him forever. So on one hand, it's like I really literally am playing an infinite game. And so for me, I believe that Christians, we should be building a strong legacy. When we do that, I think there's a couple things that happen. You begin to take the focus off some of the small, frustrating circumstances that we're in. Maybe some of the things that make us think, oh, I can't wait till. Instead, it's rather, hey, I'm in this moment. Maybe there's something God wants me to learn from it. We know that Paul says, hey, in, in my um, short momentary sufferings, they're achieving something greater. And we're able to begin to flip the script and say, hey, I don't have to be limited. I can live each day perfectly purposefully, even if I'm not doing necessarily the things that I love to do, right? I've had the conversation before where you know, I meet with a student and they just seem like, hey, you know, you are always so passionate. You seem like everything you do just fits into your purpose. And I'm like, well, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you don't see that I do. And it not necessarily really energizes me or gives me a lot of passion, but it is something that still moves the ball forward. And it's sticking to that if you're faithful with little, um, you'll be trusted with much, right? And so it's like, I want to be faithful with the small things that I don't love. But when I focus on that, I'm taking the attention away from, man, I can't wait till I'm out of it, right? And instead, I'm just building it. And at the end of the day, even you know how it is when you get done doing something hard, maybe you've been laying on the couch all day on Saturday and you're like, man, I really need to clean the dishes. I need to vacuum, etc. Well, finally you pull yourself off the couch. You're like, I do not want to do this. You start doing it. And what you're like, start looking for other things to clean. You immediately start thinking, man, how else can I uh, begin to make the space in my home a little bit better? Right. And then once you're done, you light a candle, you sit on the couch and you feel good about it. But it wasn't something that you're like, oh, I can't wait. It's Saturday. I can't wait to clean, right? Some people have that gift. I do not, okay? Uh, Another thing, yesterday, it was Monday night. We didn't get to go to the grocery store during the weekend like we normally do. So I knew that we were going to have to go. Monday after work, like after 5.30 p.m. So I started mentally preparing myself early in the morning because I just knew I didn't want to be hangry and have a bad attitude. And it was the day right before my wife's birthday. So I wanted to be in a good space, right? Even though this wasn't something I wanted to do. But then once we got to the grocery store, 
I was actually like, this is awesome. Nobody's here. We should always come on a Monday afternoon. Like, I actually love it. I, I fit in. I feel at home, right? <laughs> um, but it's not always necessarily something we want to do in life. But we can look at it and say, hey, how can I see this moment? How can I see the struggle I'm in, the pain, whether it's a hard conversation or maybe it's a job opportunity that we're applying for or maybe like it's just some of these new things. Like we're, we're maybe taking on more responsibilities, which is a plus, but it's also new stress that we have to grow through. And what if we can begin to say, man, I can't wait till I'm out of it and more say, man, I can't. Maybe it's like I can't wait to see how this is going to you know, build me and how this can help impact those around me. How can I be a beacon for other people? You know, can they look at me and say, hey, I like the way that you choose to go through things. Why do you do that? Well, for me, <laughs> right? And you can begin to say, I believe that my life is to be a legacy. Not that points to how great I am, but the points to how God is working within me and within my relationships and within my jobs and within all the things, literally everything. That's wholeness, right? How God is working within everything in my life. I think a perfect example of kind of pointing to, yes, God has called us to live a legacy. God has called us to be unique, to do things, is when Jesus talks about having the faith the side of a mustard seed, the size of a mustard seed. You think about a mustard seed, I mean, literally, I think I've talked about it before, but you put it on a table and it you, you could mistake it for a crumb, right? It, it seems really unimpactful unimpressive. Uh, it's, it's, it's nothing really. But Jesus is saying, Hey, the size, if you have faith, the size of a mustard seed, you can do incredible things. Well, when you begin to think about it, a mustard seed has really limitless potential. It, once it's buried and it's in the right environment, and that is like your life, right? Once you place your life in the right environment, you're going to church, you have the right people in your life, you're, you're making sure you have right relationship with God. And that is literally just taking time to be aware of him, to listen, to seek more of him, to ask questions about him. And you begin to shift the way that you see life. What happens is limitless potential breaks out. And it's not necessarily things that you can do, but it's just doors that God begins to open. I've kind of heard it said, like, you know when you go to the grocery store and you start to get closer to the doors and they they just open up, right? Well, that's kind of how God operates. When we head in his direction and when we head in his way of life, things begin to open up. Opportunities open up. And things that we could never have dreamed up begin to happen. So a mustard seed, when planted, grows into a large tree that then has millions of other seeds and now much more potential. In fact, a legacy, right? And an incredible legacy that a mustard seed leaves. And so for our lives, we should be people who are saying, hey, I'm going to allow myself to be planted, whatever that looks like. You know, there's all types of, of sermons and messages on that. But whatever it looks like for me to allow God to begin to tend to my life, begin to open doors, and to begin to allow really limitless opportunities to happen, not just for me, not for my achievement, not for my ambition or my gain, but to impact as many people as possible for the kingdom. And when we're all doing that, the lives around us begin to look better. The world around us begins to look better and in fact begins to look more like heaven. And so the question of, hey, can I live each day purposeful? Can I live 
a purposeful life, even when I'm in the midst of maybe a situation I don't love? The answer is absolutely yes. We're in an infinite game. It, it's it's not. We have to stop thinking it. Well, next year or when I do this or whatever, right? We have to think of it as so much bigger than that. It's kind of the combination of hey, today is all I have. There is no other moment in my life than this moment right now. There's no other person more important than the person that's sitting across from me or sitting next to me or that I'm talking to on the phone, right? Like there's nothing on social media that I should allow myself to be distracted with when I'm in the presence of another human being. This is this is a moment that's most important to me. Why? Because I'm building a legacy. I'm impacting for so much bigger than what I can see right now. There's going to be doors that begin to open up and, and our lives can be beacons for those that are around us. And they say, hey, you know, I heard that you got laid off, but yet you, you seem like you are really positive. And you can say, yeah, it, it's not that it's easy. <laughs> it's definitely moments where it's a struggle, but I lean into God even more and just have to trust and believe that he's got something for me. And ultimately it's, it's going to bring him glory and it's going to open up opportunities for someone else to see that their life doesn't always have to be a season of I can't wait till and can become much more a life of purpose each day living it out being present and uh, I don't know I just wanted to share that I hope that there's something in it that can encourage you and I think that it's it's a struggle you know I have to tell myself all the time not to you know, always be thinking about the next thing. Extremely futuristic. That's why in the meantime means so much to me. It's this idea of living right now, you know? And I think once we can do that, everything becomes more precious. You know, I just, I don't want to get mad about the small things anymore. I want to, to say yes to my wife with, with a joyful heart whenever she asks me to maybe do something for her that I wouldn't love to do, right? I, and I want to get to the point where I just do it. And she doesn't even have to ask. But I want to be that way for my friends and my community. And, and I just want to be someone that lives out a life full of purpose. And believing that, hey, this is building a legacy. It's going to impact lives that I can never see. The, the, the thing about the mustard seed is that it actually doesn't see the impact that it has, which is crazy, you know? And I think that obviously we there are things in our life that we do get to see, and that's exciting. We get to see when, when we're discipling someone or when we're walking with a friend or whatever. We get to see the impact that we have. But I think there's far more moments and uh, lives that have impacted others that you, we don't see. And I think that when we can think about that, and be like, man, I'm just going to trust that God is going to use my life to do things that I, I just couldn't imagine. I think that it's much easier to, to live into the infinite game, to be able to say, hey, this is, this is not just about winning or losing. It's each moment is valuable. Each situation I go through is a lesson or whatever, right? It's something that God can use. And so wherever you're at, Wherever you're at in life, I hope that today, right now, as you're listening and as you're finishing up listening, you can make the decision that, hey, today I'm going to live focused about this moment, this situation. I'm going to begin to be someone who says, hey, I want to build my legacy, not again, just for me, but because I think God has called my life to be a beacon, an indicator that he is doing something far more than we can imagine. So hopefully that encouraged you in one way or another. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you have a great day.